are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast, we have our TLC wrap-up. We're going to be discussing the booking of Finn Balor and whether or not we uh, like it or don't. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the invasion angle, the bragging rights angle, the Raw versus SmackDown, uh, which I think Jason Bell and I both have very strong thoughts about, and much, 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 much more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks. Welcome to the band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagy, aka Ica Job Crane. <laughs> and sitting across from me, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag Boo the Hills. What's going on, man? <laughs> uh, not much. Uh, Two Beer Zach Pullman is not with us tonight. He is in Chicago, probably eating up some Soul Taco. Taking care uh, of business, baby. Taking care of business. He is uh, taking his advanced Cicerone, Cicerone yes. Yeah. Big deal. Shit. It is a big deal. And if he passes it, he'll be one of, I think, less than 40 in the Something world. Like that. Yeah. that is an advanced It's a Cicerone. huge deal. If he passes this, this basically lines him up for any job alcohol wine related pretty much in the world if it wanted to come down so to it he'll so it's be a big sponsoring deal. the podcast from here, here on, on out, out. <laughs> <laughs> sorry but uh we Free miss you over. we miss you too beer we love you too beer uh good luck up there um we got a lot to talk about tonight. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's, I know it's just me and you, and oh. you know when it's just me and you, we tend to get along better. <laughs> we don't have the divisive of Zach between us on this one. I'm looking uh, forward to it. We are sitting here in uh, Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. It is nice out tonight. It is nice. I think it's the last nice night out before it's going to get colder than hell. Yeah, I was getting ready to say uh, daylight savings time starts next week. High of 76 today. This is uh, gorgeous. I had a sweatshirt on. I had to take I that joke 46 up. tomorrow. Yeah. I think a low of 34 or That's something like that. That's how people get sick right yeah. there. <laughs> no, so we're going to enjoy it while we have it. Uh, before we get started, uh, we'd like to say tonight's podcast is brought to you by Soul Taco. Yeah, buddy. Soul Taco, delicious Korean-Mexican fusion food. Uh, they have uh, tacos. They have burritos. They have quesadillas. They have bulgogi bowls. They are delicious nachos pot stickers my bad they got nachos and pot stickers i'm here for Uh, you they got places in u city they got two trucks that drive around town they got a spot in columbia missouri they got a spot in chesterfield missouri they have a spot in chicago illinois champagne illinois so if you guys like some fast casual seriously great good shit korean mexican fusion food go check out soul taco they are a friend of the show they are a sponsor of the show go there get some food tell them the band from ringside sent you so without further ado let's get it on we're gonna get to our three count J bell what's number one tonight we're gonna start backwards work our way forward so starting backwards would be the recap of the wwe tlc event obviously with the meningitis slash mumps break out in the WWE locker room. The card did, was obviously changed. Did they ever say exactly what it was? If it's meningitis or mumps, I'm not sure. I know both. what the difference is. Uh, meningitis is because uh, I had to actually look it up. It's like inflaming of your spinal cord where they have to go in with a needle to drain mm. this fluid. Fluid. So I mean, it's it's really it's fairly serious. I and mean, what's mumps? Uh, that I don't know. I was going to say mumps just recently came out in the last, I guess, couple of days where I read. It, some, well, somebody we'll let said you guys mumps. know. We'll let you guys know what mumps is <laughs> on our other podcast, <laughs> banned from bedside. <laughs> Either way, obviously we had a, a medical breakout in the locker room, so no and Roman Reigns, who was no, Bra- uh, no Bray Wyatt. Right. Instead of Bray, we threw in AJ Styles, which was absolutely amazing because he had to fly from Chile just to get to the WWE Chile, Chile if you will. To the uh, pay per view, and then obviously Kurt Angle takes the place of Roman Reigns. So the knee jerk reaction both ways. Excited for the uh, AJ Finn match. Kind of skeptical, but a little excited on 
Kirk coming back, I guess, after 11 years and seeing how they would protect him because you have to protect him. Even though he passed, he had to pass medical to get into the ring. You just can't have old Kurt Angle do what old Kurt Angle used to do. Well, let's let's uh, let's wait on the Finn AJ because we're going to talk about some Finn yeah, stuff sure. later on. No, I was about to say we can talk about the rest of the card. Um, so there was a there there was a uh, disassociation online from what I could tell on Twitter as to how people felt about the TLC main event. Yeah. Uh, I would say half people thought it was a train wreck. Right. And the other half thought it was sports entertainment at its best. It obviously wasn't a five-star classic or anything no, not like at that. All. Not at all. But it was either one or, one, the, other. One or the two. Right. So what did you think it was? I thought it was a train wreck. It just... <laughs> Braun Strowman aside, okay... It just didn't. It didn't feel right. It just we. I'd rather you do someone else that wasn't Kurt Angle. I hate to use the word wasted, but I feel like we wasted that appearance of, for Kurt Angle. Right. If you were going to do it, you should have had him come out separate from the Shield. Yes. Okay. That was my first problem. The second problem is okay when he comes out with the Shield, he was. He was like he was smiling. You know, like. It, I'm happy to be here versus, you know, this is a TLC match and there's five guys that are getting ready to try to take my he head off. kind of looked like my dad when he shows up at a bar with me and my little brothers after a wedding. He's like, hey, I'm here, dad. <laughs> hey, dad. I even got the flak jacket on. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, I get it. It just, it didn't mesh for me personally. In ring, you had a couple of bad botches with tables. Dean Ambrose, God bless him. I mean, he took... A couple of bumps that from tables that didn't break. Not his fault. Not his fault, it, but unfortunately, yeah. you know, it, it kind of is what it is with he, that. Dean took a beating. Yeah, and and he took a lot of that beating for Kurt Angle, which comes back to my initial point. If you're gonna do it, I wouldn't. I don't want to see it in this kind of a match, tag team match at the most. Obviously, I wanted to see a singles match with Kurt. I just don't know who you would do it with right away, but I just think. A younger star just, I don't know, you got a, a freaking roster out there. I mean, you drug AJ in from Raw. I mean, you can get some, oh, you drug in AJ in from SmackDown. You can get somebody from Raw two times the size of, of the SmackDown roster. I just, I don't know. I just don't get it. I didn't like it. Well, I don't think that they, I, I don't think that they did a lot differently with the booking. Like, it's almost like that they planted Angle in on the Roman Reigns booking. I don't think they did a whole lot different, to be honest. I mean... Angle going out and then coming back and making the big save. And for those of you that didn't watch it, I hope you all watched it. We had Angle, Dean, and Seth versus The Bar, Miz, Kane, and Braun. Right. Which made for a huge clusterfuck. And I listen, uh, band from Ringside listeners, I don't want to uh, get too negative here. Hey, fuck that. That this, shit was bad. This might be a, a very negative podcast. No, because this, this was bad. Dude. I'm with JCB on this. I thought it was a train wreck. Uh, the best thing that came out of that uh, main event. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, I had a tweet from BFR Bill that got 150 likes and 46 retweets. Nice, baby. Yeah. What would you say? Uh, well, I took a picture. <laughs> we were Because when... When Angle came out, I can't believe you didn't see this. I thought you followed Vic me. Mackey. You don't even follow me. I do follow you, yeah. Vic Mackey. So I took a, <laughs> so I took a screenshot of Vic Mackey from the Shield. I don't know if you guys watched the Shield, but you guys probably should watch the Shield. It's a show that me and JCB used to watch back in the day. Top five of all time. Top five. My top three of all time. And Vic Mackey, I took a picture of him in a flak jacket, <laughs> and he was bald, and it looked exactly like when Angle came out with the Shield. I was like, man, he looks like Vic Mackey, and then. It, like dawned on me, I was like, "Wait, Vic Mackey was on a show called The Shield," and then I, nice, I, I put it on Twitter, and I, and a couple blue check marks sent it out, and then everybody started liking it. By far, my biggest tweet of all time. Oh so yeah, easily. That was my favorite part of the main event. That Kurt Angle looks like Vic Mackey. Well, no, that I was just getting all those retweets. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that just is, that's the indictment on this match. Like I said, man, it just. I mean, to be honest, I kind of stopped watching because I just kept watching all the retweets. Right? <laughs> Look at this shit blow up. Twitter is a disease, <laughs> <laughs> but we are the cure. I, it, outside, I mean, I'm, I'll just step away from the main event for a little bit. Um, like Alexa and Mickey James was good, not great. Um, I'm trying to think the. 
See, the problem with that was you didn't have the IC belt on okay, the line. So you didn't you have the Alicia of- Fox versus Sasha Banks. Nah. Nothing to say about that. We had Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. Nothing nah. really to say about that. We had Asuka versus Emma. Um, Should have been a squash. Uh, it was, I think that um, I heard somebody say on Twitter that a lot of Asuka's uh, move set is defense. So you have to have somebody go against her so she can show off her move set so they could show off her move set to the main roster. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I mean, uh, we Kalisto versus Enzo. Pass. Um, uh, we had uh, Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher versus Edric Alexander and Rich Swan. God damn. And then we had Balor versus AJ, which we'll get back to. So now we're back to the main event. Okay. Yeah. Because there's really nothing to kind of talk about on any of those other uh, matches. I mean, did nothing anything really scare out. you about watching Kurt Angle, who has had, who has regular neck surgeries? Because he refuses to have the main surgery to fuse his vertebrae. Yeah. So he keeps having these, and he kind of went all out, and he kind of looked, well, he looked old, he looked rusty. Yeah. People chanting, you still got it. Despite them chanting, you still got it. He doesn't really still have it. No. And that, and, but that's, that's Father Time. Father Time is undefeated. I mean, you, you can't be gone for 11 years in WWE time and, Still have it. I mean, I'm not say for three or four years. I mean, you're going to be slow. You're going to miss steps. You know, you just he didn't look right to me. And it was it wasn't because of a physical thing. It was more like a timing thing. Like he was a a half step behind on some stuff. He put Cesaro or Sheamus up for an angle slam on the ramp. It was uh, Cesaro. Well, he put Cesaro through a table, table, yeah. I think he put Sheamus just right down the ramp. Yeah. And he could barely get him up. Right. And. That's not the way that I want to see a guy who's on my Mount Rushmore of all-time wrestlers. If he's not my favorite wrestler of all time, just personally, I'm not saying he's the best of all time, but he's probably my personal favorite wrestler of yeah, all time. Yeah, you don't want to see that. Don't want to see that. And I think maybe if it was a WrestleMania match between him and his alleged son, I shouldn't say alleged because kayfabe, it is his son, but <laughs> I'm waiting for the heel turn. Yeah. But if they were if they were building towards some sort of WrestleMania match between him and Jason Jordan, at least Kurt Angle would have had weeks, if not months, to prepare for right. it. But if Roman Reigns goes out sick with meningitis, then Kurt Angle had no time to prepare for right. it, and he might be in good shape for a guy who's almost 50. But he's not in wrestling but being shape. In, being in good shape for a guy who's almost 50 isn't the same thing as being in a ring with thoroughbreds. Right. I mean, we're talking about Cesaro right. and fucking Rollins right. and Ambrose and guys like that. So ultimately, I, I I try not to be too harsh because this was thrown in at the last minute and it really had nothing to do with booking poorly. It's just the fact that, you know, shit happens. You know, this is just a part of life. I didn't think the match was booked poorly at all. I thought the match was booked in a really fun way that had a beginning, Braun a Strowman middle, did. and an end. Braun Strowman. Really? really? Okay, let's get into Braun Strowman. Really? Braun Strowman? Really? Got attempt, He's dead. Attempted murder. No, it's no attempted murder. Twice He's in the last few months. Okay. You get you have this man they put him in a trash compactor. By a trash compactor. They put him in a trash compactor. Clearly he's not going to die. But I mean, come on, man. Really? That, that's we didn't see him on Raw. He could be dead. Yeah. Okay. You, you know we're gonna have Kane Braun Strowman here in a little bit. That but do you think that that was the plan from the get-go, that no. they were going to have Braun versus Kane? Because if that was the plan from the get-go, this is a very um, roundabout way to get there. Now, listen, it's better than just having Kane come out and just choke slam Braun Strowman and get there that way. I, I, but, I they never, but they never kayfabe explained why Kane was there in the first place. That uh, second, I do believe that there that Kane did choke slam Braun Strowman. That's the, the spot right before they were in front of the tables. He no, no, no. In the, in the match they did, but instead of just having Kane come out, it, say this match was never happening. Right. Just Braun was having a match, and then Kane came out and choke slam Braun, and that would be the Kane versus Braun thing. They never explained why Kane was in the match in the first place. True. They had a excuse me. They had a. Uh, kind of a little altercation during the match where Chain or Kane accidentally hit Braun Braun, with a chair. I just, I I think they were going to do this anyway because Kane came back before this outbreak happened. I think it's somewhere between everybody getting sick and the time of the match. 
plan A turned into a plan B. And plan B is what we saw on Sunday. I, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> you know they call an audible. I mean, this is classic for a right on the spot an audible. So I, I will. Mean, I will say that um, you were the only one that had the shield winning. Huh? Shocker! And, Idiots. And we did put it up on friends of BFR. We did. We did. That we we got to amend our picks yeah. if we wanted to. Yeah, for sure. And I've, you chose not to. No, I've still felt no reason to. I mean, and, come on. But having. Having Kurt Angle come out with the flak jacket on just was such a. I wanted him to come out in the red, white, and blue. Don't, duck a don't, duck a don't, 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 don't. And with the. I know there's no pyro anymore, right. but you But know. still, yeah. I mean, this is where WWE just confuses me sometimes because, I mean, if you're going to push the Kurt Angle thing and try to make all eyes be on the main event, then push Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle does is not has nothing to do with the Shield. But they did push Kurt Angle in the in the the pre show and the run up to the match. Yeah, they it, definitely did. They great they, vignettes, great they, vignettes. They tried to get past that Roman wasn't going to be there, and they tried to make it a, about Kurt Angle, which is probably the right thing, thing to, to do. do. Like, yeah, for sure. It's like my dad always says: I'm not worried about the people that aren't at the party. I'm worried about the people, people at, at the, the party. party for sure. So like if. You know, they just they just went about it the wrong way. Ultimately, I mean, like I said, a lot of this is is got to do with the fact that people got sick and weren't available to perform. The biggest problem they were back into a corner, right? And this is what you got. And it, for me, it didn't work. If it worked for you, God bless you. Just for me, it was just too much of a clusterfuck, and shit wasn't making sense. So let's move on to something that did work <laughs> before we get into something again that didn't work, and then to something after that that didn't work again. Oh, shit. But that's going to bring us to our two count. And the two count's going to be uh, the match of the night. Easily. By far Easily. at TLC, which was uh, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. AJ, uh, Jason Bell, what do you think about that match? Like you said, easily the match of the night. Hearing AJ and Finn being booked, obviously you have the Raw versus SmackDown angle. You have the Battle of the Bullet Club angle. You got two guys that are, I wouldn't say internationally known is the word I want to go with. And for wrestling marks, this is basically a dream match that you probably wouldn't get a chance to see in WWE. And then all of a sudden, because of this outbreak, now we have a dream match that turned into a borderline match of the year candidate. Um, I said borderline. I said borderline. I mean, it was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't five-star Dave Meltzer great. But it was really fucking good. So good that when Finn won, I was like, okay, we're going to make this move. If Finn and Brock are going to meet somewhere down the line, this is going to be a run for Finn Bauer. He just beat AJ Styles. Now, Go hold ahead. on. Hold on before. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Let's let's sit on this match for a little bit, though, because this match was great, and it was great without any buildup. And yeah. it shows what happens when wrestling is presented as a simulation of a sport amongst two people that want to win. Right. Because was, that's what no, it looked like. It was nothing there on was nothing the line. nothing on the line. And they went out and performed a really good fucking match to the point where I was like, man, this I wish this could go on another five, ten minutes. Oh, actually, I mean, it's funny. Friend of the show, Bert from Glory Pro, put on uh, Friends of the BFR page that he said right when they, there was a certain point where he said they need eight to ten more minutes and then it was over about a minute later. And I agree with that because I thought the same thing. I was like, man, if they give these guys 30 minutes, because they gave them 18 or 19 felt, yeah, or something like that. It felt like 20. Yeah. They gave them that. If it would have lasted a little bit longer, if they would have been able to tell the full story, man. then it would have been great. But it's almost like they were hanging back a little bit because they knew that this was a this is a money match down the line. I, I'm, I'm, With some buildup, this is a money match down the line. I don't know who would be the heel. I mean, AJ would probably be the heel in that scenario. Well, as I don't know if Finn wears a Rastafarian wig, then uh, he would probably be the heel. <laughs> what the fuck is that to be? Because all, all Rastafarians are bad. Is that what you're saying? No, but white guys dressed up like demons that wear Rastafarian rest, uh, that wear Rastafarian wigs to get over. Yes, they're bad. It's only bad because they present, they book Finn poorly when he's not the demon they need to do both at the same level because if you start booking finn like a mid-card guy but the demon is 
the main event guy, you got to disconnect there. You got to, it's either he has to be a mid Carter both ways, or he's got to be a main event guy both ways. You can't just all of a sudden have this alter ego be better than Finn Balor. That's not doing Finn Balor, the character, any yes, good. They need to have the demon lose. Okay, well, that's fine. Just get it out of the way. Okay. And, uh, and that's It'll a, probably be the Roman Reigns. It, it'll probably be the Brock if they do that route. I don't even know anymore because obviously. It'll be the Roman Reigns. All, all roads lead to Roman Reigns. I saw that on Twitter. I don't okay. know who said it, but they were right. Yes and no, because honestly, if when Roman becomes champion, you have a contender already built in in Finn Balor. He beat uh, Roman Reigns in the four way to earn the, t- the shot to beat Seth Rollins. So you have that on on the table. The problem with this is on Monday night he loses clean in a destructive manner to Kane. So let me get this straight. Kane needs a push. Kane doesn't need a push. It's fucking Kane. We know who Kane is. He does not need any sort of help whatsoever. All you're doing is building Kane up to follow the Braun Strowman. You don't need that. You got a shit ton of guys in the back. Pick three. Where is Kurt Hawkins where you need him? Okay, drag his dumb ass out. Let him get worked over by Kent. Pick anybody you want. Anybody you want. Elias. Anybody you want. Jason Jordan. Anybody you want. The one person you can't pick is Finn Balor. Finn Balor should have went over Queen over Kane. He just went to Queen over AJ Styles. And then you have the opportunity to build him back up to the main event scene because really it's Roman, it's Brock, it's Braun, and everybody else. Now you can bring in a baby face, God forbid, and push him the right fucking way. Losing to Kane on Monday night deflated everything they did 24 hours ago. Everybody is banned from ringside. You know, for the listener out there, <laughs> I'm just shaking my head. It's been a bad week, so I've, I've kind of got to vent this shit out. But, I, but I, I, I agree with Jason 1,000%. Like, there is no reason that you would trot Finn Balor out there to lose to Kane, who is a... He's a he's I, a hall of famer. just I, he's all favor. I know we already went over last week all of his pedigree and how great he is and how durable he is and everything. So, and you know I've been talking about wrestling with you for about fifteen years. Give or take. And you've your problem with the Taker, your problem with Undertaker was always that he never put anybody over. So when it, whenever you say on this podcast that you're all about making new stars. I can attest that for 15 years, that is what you've always <laughs> okay. been about. You've always it's, been about making stars. It's just what guy that really pisses me off well, more than just, anybody else. I mean, that's wrestling one-on-one. You put you, the next guy over. You have to. I mean, just on Nia Jax with 20 seconds. And I, I mean, think if you would ask Glenn Jacobs, who should win between me and Finn? He would have said Finn. Yeah. It's, I, it's going towards somewhere else. But to have Finn Balor, and I don't think it's anything, I don't think it's anything nefarious. I don't have any conspiracy theories like a lot of the internet wrestling community does about um, that they don't like Finn because Vince didn't make Finn or any bullshit like that. Like I think that Vince probably, Vince and Kevin Dunn and Michael P.S. Hayes in their head they think well we gotta make Kane strong so that when Braun, because because they made Braun weak when he tabbed when he lost to Brock Lesnar on one finisher after he already gave Brock four finishers. Right. So everything like it all keeps coming down the line, and now it gets put on Finn that Finn has to lose clean to Kane after he has the match of the night with AJ Styles, second best match of his WWE career. Finn. Yeah, AJ Styles was number two. Him and Seth for the Universal Title is, to know, is number one to me. Uh, he had a couple. He had a couple real good with uh, he had a couple real good ones with Samoa Joe also. Uh, th- th- that's more like NXT. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't count that. All right, all right. Yeah, I get what then, you're saying. Then though. It, was no. his, then it was his second. Yes, yeah, I get yes. what you're saying though. Him on the Joe, main roster, yeah, him and yes. Joe have great chemistry together. And hopefully, somewhere down the line, they hook back up on the main roster. Oh, so having him lose clean to Kane, and I think what they probably think is that it doesn't matter because Finn is a darling amongst um, us, Smarks, which is fine. But that's so stupid on so many levels okay, to have him yeah, lose clean to Kane. Like, there's so many there's so many other people. And that's what I'm saying. The, the, the 50-50 booking really hurts Finn 
more than anybody else in this whole scenario. AJ Styles goes and defend. That's no big deal. He'll, he's going to probably wrestle gender at some point. He'll be a champion again at some point. It's not a, the end of the world. Kane doesn't need this rub by any stretch of the imagination because, I mean, it's freaking Kane. Enough said. The guy, the, the, the biggest loser of that 24-hour stretch is Finn Bauer. You had an opportunity gifted to you by the grace of God to build a next tier main event guy. And for whatever reason, Vince and his smartest smarts, smartest guy in the room, just decides that Kane needs this push so he can feed him to uh, Braun Strowman. And that's why Finn loses. And, and I'll, I'll take that to the grave. This is on Vince. And I ask again, like I said last week, who is Kane for? Who does Kane appeal to? Who does Kane put over? Like, when you think about when CM Punk was fighting Daniel Bryan, and they did have a nice little feud with Kane for a couple months, but does anybody remember Kane being part of that feud except for me? Yeah, right. Even last week when I brought it up to you, you were like, oh, yeah, no, I guess yeah. Kane was part of that. Exactly. It's like, uh, it's like nobody remembers that. Nah, not at all. I mean, Kane, don't get me wrong, Kane is, is going to be. Not a, Listen, a, a forgettable we, figure. We don't have to put Kane over because no, he ain't listening. No, I'm not, I'm not putting. Look, so it, who is he for? Nobody. 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 I mean, maybe some Hicks yeah. out in Hickville. That uh, you yeah. know what? You know what? Yeah. I'll just stop yeah. there. That's yeah. good. Say, yeah. I, I see where you're going with it. It's best that you probably stop. Ultimately, Kane does not have the universal appeal that Finn Balor. Could have, should have. He can push mad merch. All you have to do is book him the right. He's there way. to put guys over at this stage in his career. Hey, he's ma'am. in his late forties. He's there to put. He's still huge. He's still in great shape. He can still work. He's there to put guys over. So why would you have him beat Finn? Why would you sacrifice Vin or Finn for Braun? Right. That's that's essentially what they did. did they sacri- yeah. because Braun's not going to lose the cane. So why nope. would why would you have why would you sacrifice Finn for Braun? Because they think that that Finn is not a main event guy. He is a mid card guy in their eyes, and ultimately that's how he's being booked. I'll tell you what, I'm furious. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Do you do you still want to bitch about this? Nope, we, re- we got we got more to go. <laughs> you ready to bitch about some more stuff? Hey, man. Like I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is gonna be so negative, but I'm really about to dig my heels in. <laughs> uh, that'll bring us to our three counts. JCB, what's our three counts? What did we say the three count was going to be? Our three counts a fucking invasion He's angle. angle. Fucking okay, okay. Goddamn SmackDown. Yeah, backstage. Yeah, oh, the locker room versus locker room, room angle is always the worst. So Shane magically appears on Monday Night Raw, unbeknownst to anyone, and basically comes out and him event or him events him and Kurt Angle have a little backstage tete a tete. Kurt thanking Shane for letting AJ come over to save the day for the uh, pay-per-view and on Monday night. Basically, Talks a little bit of shit, shit about SmackDown. Yeah, but I mean, that's... The Survivor Series is coming out. And and Survivor Series is going to be the only time of the year that Raw can face SmackDown, even though AJ Styles just was on a Raw pay-per-view the night before whatever. and that night. But neither here nor there. <laughs> he talks to go to Smack and basically kind of runs down the the SmackDown roster, basically saying that they are not up to the par level of the Raw roster. The two go back and forth. Uh, fast forward to the end segment where Kurt Angle is going to announce the Survivor Series Raw team. And Shane McMahon, a la The Shield, comes out from the very top of the concourse, walking down with the shield, like the shield. But instead of the shield, it's the SmackDown locker room. All of them. Everyone. Except for KO, Sami Sami Zayn, Gender. Gender, yep, that's the big names I can think of. Anybody else, it really doesn't matter. Ultimately, they surround the ring. Kurt runs off, and the SmackDown roster goes in the back and wrecks absolute havoc on any and all raw men, women, cats, dogs, doesn't matter. Here's my problem with this angle. It's Number one, it's an old angle. We did this before. It was called WCW, ECW versus WWE. Shane and Stephanie versus Vince. We did this before. 
I didn't necessarily have a problem with it then. I have a problem with it now because it's regurgitated nonsense. I don't. I like originality. And if you can't come up with a better original thought, then let's invade the locker room. To me, that's problem number one. Problem number two, and I, I know there's no faces and no heels. I get that. But I'm sorry. When I see Ty Dillinger losing his shit, acting in heel fashion when he's being pushed as a baby face, I kind of have a problem with this. When you got Bobby Roode being positioned as a face and he's pushing down a TV in heel fashion, I have a problem with this. Big E Langston. I mean... Was front and center, center. the entire I time. I mean, if you the want... The biggest baby face there is. If you want to be a little racist, this ain't a good look, okay? Big E was looking like people that have a problem with protesters. Okay, Big E would be like the poster boy of why you don't like protesters, okay? Well, he I was, didn't even think about this, and he I was do like very, to be a little bit racist. He was very, very vocal, very uh, animated. Him... Xavier and Kofi oversexed. <laughs> yeah, when he pulled, <laughs> it just didn't look good, man. I'm sorry, and I get it. You know, after the fact, the wrong uh, the SmackDown locker room is like, you know, hey, we're sick of being, you know, the B brand. We're not a B brand. Okay, that's the only thing they did right out of the whole thing. They explained it why and okay, it makes sense. It's just it was another clusterfuck where guys are not acting in character. Like I said, Ty Dillinger acting out of character. Shinsuke Nakamura? Really? Shinsuke Nakamura was kind of like hanging in the back. He didn't even know what the fuck to do. So let me get this straight. You're going to bring one of the biggest stars in the world over to WWE, book him like shit, and then have him standing up against the wall while all hell breaks loose. Get the fuck out of here, man. It was horrible. He didn't understand what the angle was either. Nope. Oh, you know what? Orton wasn't there either. Uh, let me start off with the good. Mm. I'll start off with the good. This will be quick. This will be quick. Uh, <laughs> Angle's acting was very good. That he actually looked scared. Yeah. And when they brought him in front of everybody to see what he had wrought, see what they had wrought, he looked scared. Yeah. I thought he was. I thought it was pretty no, good. Not, all things considered, I thought he was good acting. My biggest problem with this angle is everything else. <laughs> I mean, for 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 everything else that Jason said. Um, you have guys, you had Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode raiding, working together. Working together. Um, you basically make all of them heels. For Shane McMahon to stand in the ring with Kurt Angle and just say under siege and then take over the locker room and have everybody rub, roughshod over the locker room, There, it's it's not like the all-star game. It's not like the all-star game in baseball where everybody works together and it's just an exhibition. This is not baseball. These are people that are literally, this is a simulation of a real sport. This is where people are supposed to hate each other. And to have them work side by side and to have a whole pay-per-view, I always hate the bragging rights pay-per-view, which is what Survivor Series is obviously turning into. Essentially, yeah. I've always hated that because why would anybody have pride in in SmackDown or Raw? All you want these these should be fighters working for championships. Let's, let's pretend it was the UFC, right? Let's pretend it was real fighting, right? And uh, you had George St. Pierre and Michael Bisping, Bisping, yeah. They would not work together. They would never work together because in they any do, kind of way. they don't like each they other. don't like each other. Not They're at supposed all. to want to fight, right? And wrestling is not UFC. Wrestling is an exaggeration of UFC. Yep. It is cartoonish. Agreed. And in this case, it, it doesn't even make sense. It makes all of SmackDown heels. Right. And the next night when I watched SmackDown and the crowd was going nuts for Shane McMahon, I thought, really? I thought really? man, maybe they know something maybe that maybe I don't. know. It, because it, it just seems like bad business for WWE to split its fan base to say, I'm rooting for Raw or I'm rooting for SmackDown. It, it gets to the point now where I get that they don't want to have face and heels, but I mean... 
you know, that was a heel move. No matter how you try to explain it off, you know, you 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 know, my dad always told me that, you know, if you're going to get into a fight, you know, strike first. Okay, that's great, Vince. But, I mean, that's still a heel move. You didn't say come down to the ring and let's do it like, you know. Let's do it like men, men. right. Yeah. It was cheap. It was cheap. You ran everybody down. Poor Dana Brooke pushed the chair, ran off like a, you know, a scalded cat. I mean, it was, there is nothing that you can explain to me as a mark of wrestling and try to tell me that was not all in heel what way, all the time. Right. In what way is it non-heel, non-face to have you just walk up and start beating up Bailey? Right. Okay. Titus and Apollo standing backstage, you know, talking about Titus worldwide. So then you got black on black crime. You got New Day beating up Titus and Apollo Creed. I think my favorite moment was when Seth and Dean were kind of like, <laughs> they were higher up and they jumped off. Right. Uh, I, I hate this angle. I've always hated this angle. When it was Invasion, that was one thing. Because... It, here's the difference. Because it was two different companies. It was two different companies, and then there was something involved. It was control of the company. Whichever side won had control of the company. This is just basically, we're sick of being bullied by Raw, so we're going to come in, we're going to beat everybody down, we're going to wait until Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe get healthy. There's your fucking uh, Survivor Series match where Roman Reigns basically comes in and saves the fucking day. Really? Really? So Roman Reigns is going to save the fucking day. That's probably what's going to happen. You know that's what's going to happen. All roads lead to Roman. Roman Reigns. Okay, so this is the way we're going to push Roman Reigns over. Fuck, fuck Samoa Joe. Let's, let's not even worry about Samoa Joe. Okay, fuck Finn Balor. Fuck everybody. It's about Roman Reigns. Really, really, he can't be the whole damn roster. This you got to build around him. This doesn't get anybody over. No, it gets one person over. Roman, and that's it. Nobody else. Everybody else is basically background noise where Roman Reigns is up front with the mic. God. Oh, my God. It makes me so fucking mad. It just, Roman doesn't need this. He doesn't need this. Guys like Finn need this. Guys like fucking uh, Bobby Roode need this. Guys that are, are, should be upper mid-card guys. Here's the opportunity to get them advanced push them, you know, make them big. two out of three falls with Dolph Ziggler. Get the fuck out of here. Who wants to see that? Well, it'll eat up a bunch of time because they have four weeks to go until the Survivor Series. Dude, and hopefully horrible. that's a blow off. I'll, I'll say this because I know we're getting ready to jump probably into SmackDown. Actually, we can, we can, I'm, I'm done with this. We can, we can move on. I'm done. That's going to do it for <laughs> our three count. This is banned from ringside. All right. So, uh, Thanks, everybody, for letting me and Jason get that off our chest. I feel a lot better. <laughs> I'm like I have a smile on my face. I'm glad you do. Uh, let me ask you. We're going to get some odds and ends here. Let's do it. Uh, what do you think about Elias versus Jason Jordan? Uh, it, it, it's just set up poorly. I mean, then this goes back. Yeah, because this was part of that fucking nonsense on Sunday night. So we're going to set this feud up with. Jason Jordan throwing fruit at Elias? I mean, yeah, how? Really bad. I mean, why not just go into black and white and just, and just let him go like you know that? Never, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Pass. What do you think about Asuka? Who do you think Asuka's, because we didn't get to it, right. who do you think Asuka's going to face at WrestleMania? Mm. Because Asuka is clearly a star. Yes. Uh,. And it's got to be, she'll have to be champion at the time. You're probably, wow. Um, it's not going to be Alexa, probably not Mickey James. Nia Jax might still be in the doghouse. Uh, Sasha Bailey. I mean, that's still five months off. If, if, you're, if you're pinning me down, I'm going to go ahead and, and say Sasha. I think that's probably the biggest money match of, of anybody that's left. More than Charlotte? Charlotte's going to get Ronda Rossi. Ah, that's right. Okay. Uh, we got the, uh, well, we got coming up Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Usos. Here's another problem with, I guess, the Survivor Series in general. It's champion versus champion unless that champion doesn't make it. Okay, come on. Really? We're going we're gonna to give away the Usos versus the Shield for Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Shield? I don't think so. Okay. It's oh, all- I think that match is making it to Survivor Series. Yeah. The only match that I can see that might not make it is 
Miz, Baron Corbin, you got a heel versus heel, or Alexa versus um, shit. Uh, Natalia, that might not make it. It's heel versus heel. So Survivor Series has turned into like uh, Chernobyl, Three Mile Island <laughs> style, Bragging Rights, Night of Champions, uh, Survivor Series. Series all rolled into all one. All rolled into one. With, no, because with nothing on the line. There's with nothing on the line. So it's Bragging Rights, yeah. which used to be the Raw versus SmackDown pay-per-view, right. which sucked. Yeah, and... You know, I thought we got it off our chest, but obviously we didn't, everybody. No, here's what I would have done. If you're going to do this bragging rights thing, if you're not going to do title versus title, have the men's Survivor Series uh, winning team when they do the superstar shakedown, whoever wins gets the number one pick. That would be that would be great. At least that would be for something. And now, now I feel like I'm invested. Now, if you're going to you're going to divide the the fan base now divide them for a reason. You have the number one pick on the line, but there's and you can go that way. But there's championships that are being represented at Survivor Series, but not necessarily being defended. No, you're, you're gonna there's have no championships Brock, being defended. Brock versus Jinder, <laughs> which uh, okay, let's run down this yeah. a little bit. Okay, we can talk about this. Um, I liked Heyman's promo. Hey, Heyman, this is the first time Heyman's ever. Like really buried a, buried a guy. He did. So does does this mean this gender has a chance? Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, that's exactly what it means. No, I, I think I, I think, think the same thing. I think if gender hangs with them for nine or ten minutes, I think I think, I think that's a win for gender. I I do too. But this is the first time that Heyman. I thought the same thing that he buried Jinder Mahal, and he even talked about burying him during the promo. Champion. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, that was rough. He said, "I made." He goes, "I made Braun look good." He goes, "I talked up." Samoa Joe. Talked I talked to Finn, Finn, or not Finn Bauer, but Seth Rollins. Well, yeah, well, he talked to Finn, even though that didn't you know, right. come to pass. This is the first time where I was, was like, wow. He, I mean, it wasn't like a little shovel. This was like a dump truck burial. I mean, there was nothing left of him, the Singh brothers, the whole shebang. But I like Jinder's response, too. I thought yeah. Jinder looked that, confident. It was he looked like be- a real heel. It was his best promo to date. It w- had nothing to do with xenophobia or racism or anything it's basically it had to do with I'm the best and I'm getting ready to shock the world here in, th- in a month or so fine yeah. perfect thank you that's all I ask if we can't get the titles on the line for anything then I'd rather you go this route go all ahead. right so we had another match uh we have another match that's heel versus heel I don't know if Brock's a heel anymore but we have another match that's heel versus heel with which is Alexa versus Natalia do you think we go do you think we see that match at Survivor Series or do you think somebody takes one of the belts before that I mean, even if Carmella cashes that's, in, that's ultimately where I it's think still this heel was versus going to, heel, though. Right, I think that's ultimately where this ends. Usually, a cash in happens when the person that has the briefcase loses a series of matches. It's been a while since Carmella has won a match. It's almost. It feels like it's been three weeks, maybe a month. Do you think she catches in before Survivor Series? I think she does it at Survivor Series. This is banned from ringside. Uh, we have a real barn burner of a match. Now, this is this is definitely could be match of the night. Uh, we have the Miz. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Versus Baron Corbin. You think both those guys make it? I mean, they have to. There, I mean, there's nobody even threatening to beat him right now. Sin Cara has a couple wins over Baron Corbin, but that that's just Cara is not going to face yeah, the Miz at Survivor look, Series. Look, look, look. I'm just I'm just going by you know what I see. Uh, Miz, he's still going to be embroiled in this aftermath of the TLC pay per view. I think that's a match that stands as is. But I mean, it just it's a strange match. match to put yeah, up that, there. I'm. It just doesn't. It doesn't have. Now, I'm not what, sure how this is going to unfold. Now, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know where Survivor Series is this year. Where is it? But it's, what do you think is going to happen? It doesn't matter. It's yeah, going it to be matter. full of smarks. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen when it's Miz versus Baron Corbin? That place is going to be going nuts for the Miz. Yeah. He, he Miz was going, is going to be a huge baby face that and, night. And if they give them the, the latitude, which I hope they do, because I just can't see any crowd 
getting behind Baron Corbin. Miz would turn face and just let and just let He'll that fight happen. Face, yeah. yeah, just let it happen. I mean, he doesn't have to be a face anytime after that night. No, no, he just has to be a face that night. Without question, the crowd will dictate that. And as long as they give him the latitude to kind of work off that, that's how I think that match will work. If they do heel versus heel and their wrestling styles, it's it's just not going to be exciting at any point. And then probably the biggest development of the night, and the thing that I'm looking forward to the most, we have Alicia Fox is the captain of the women's five on five. You know match. what? All, as much as I've been dogging everything else out, good for Alicia fucking Fox. Okay, get your merch, girl. Be the cap- team. Be team captain. I'm happy for Alicia Fox. She doesn't. She is doesn't get enough credit. I'm not saying she's on the Charlotte, Oscar, you know, upper Emma. Emma, and and I like Emma. All bullshit aside, I think she just gets put booked poorly. Alicia Fox can go. She just, for whatever reason, over the years has always kind of been in the background of the Divas division, you know, women's division, whatever you want to call it now. Good for her. I'm glad that she's going to be, you know, team captain. It's not like they're going to win, or I shouldn't say that. She's not going to be a part of the surviving portion. She ain't going to get the pin. Okay. She'll go out fairly early. I don't even know what captain means. Yeah. It's just, you know, something to build a storyline around, which is fine because, I mean, God knows they need it. Oh, you know what else I thought about Uh, when we were talking about going back to the three count, talking about how SmackDown were heels? Yeah. They attacked Raw when two of their main guys without were out with meningitis. <laughs> Strike first, man. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's and I know a lot of people are like, you know, this is what you know, this is why WWE needs Roman Reigns. Blah 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 blah. Okay, yeah, I get it. It nah, would be uh, no. That's th- not the way I thought. I just thought a lot of this is because Roman's not here, so they're going on a different, you know storyline path. They wouldn't do this if Roman Reigns was here. I promise you there wouldn't be an invasion angle. They wouldn't have gone that way. They wouldn't you wouldn't have had the the uh the match at TLC Ooh, that I you disagree. had. I think they would have. No. I think this was in this was in the works months back. They knew they were gonna do this they knew they were gonna do this angle. They might have done it differently. <sighs> the I don't think they booked anything differently that Roman Reigns is out. I think Kurt Angle took the Roman Reigns spot. I think Roman Reigns was supposed to be de- destroyed by Braun Strowman. He was supposed to go to the back, and then he was going to come back out, spear a couple motherfuckers, and then they were going to do the Cerberus power bomb and put down the Miz, and then pin him. I think that's. I think I don't think they changed anything. They just put Kurt Angle in there. They could have put. No, J- they right. could have put Jason Jordan. In. They could have put anybody in there. No, you might. I be just right. think. Well, we are. We already talked about this. Uh, the actually, what I was going to say is the match I'm actually looking forward to. Already looking forward to at Survivor Series is Ambrose and Rollins versus the Usos. Yeah, that 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 could really if given the time which the time U- shouldn't even be an issue. Usos are creeping their way up to one of my favorite tag teams of all time. I think they're the best in WWE right now. Um I would love to see this go 20 25 minutes and just be an absolute physical match. Um this is where god damn, this is where right here where if you had a unified title on the line. This would make the. I mean, the match is already going to be good, borderline great. But if, say if we wanted to unify the titles, this would be a match that I could really get into. And I mean, then nobody's got to re- even win, but just have the fact that the stipulation is there. It just adds more excitement. We to were the psyched, match. We were psyched about the New Day versus the Usos. Yeah, I mean, Seth Rollins is better than anybody on the New Day. Easily, uh, Dean Ambrose uh, is better than anybody on the New Day. Uh, I might take Kofi. I might take Kofi. Yeah, you know what? I would take Kofi. Athletic wise, yeah, but I mean, if, as a maybe pet, not character wise. No, not as character wise. Athletic wise, though. Oh yeah, guy, want to watch fight? fight? Yeah, Kofi Kingston before Dean Ambrose every day twice on Sunday. Yeah, yeah so for sure. It, it, that being said, I mean, this is still going to be a good idea. match. Why don't you put D, or why don't you put Seth Rollins and Kofi Kingston in a tag team together and call them Sea Salt and Cracked Pepper? <laughs> <laughs> You racist bastard. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got some. Anything else you want to talk about? You want to talk about KO or Sammy? You want to talk yes, about? Yes, yes, yes. Because right, I want to uh, quick shout out to Mikey Slice who talked me off the ledge. So Sammy lost to uh, Randy Orton. So uh, apparently now Sammy is not going to be on the uh, SmackDown Survivor right, Series which means team. KO is fighting Nakamura next week, which means he's not going to win either. Okay, so my knee-jerk reaction, you know, putting that together, 
I'm like, man, why the fuck are you, once again, we're wasting the momentum we're giving Sammy, where now he should be in this match, and now clearly he's not for sure, and KO might not be. I'm thinking he's going to lose to Nakamura as well. So right. now you got the two chief heels on SmackDown that's not going to be on their quote-unquote biggest match. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What the fuck? So Mikey Slice was like, look, it might be a scenario where they come down during that match, run some interference, and that's how you get them in the match itself. So I was like, okay, well, that kind of makes sense, especially if they help Raw win this match. Right. Then it makes sense because basically it's like, okay, Shane, well, fuck you. We're going to come in and make an impact. You guys lose. So thank you, Mikey Slice, for talking to me off the ledge on that one. Go no, ahead. I mean, that's that's exactly right. They're not going to be left out of that pay-per-view Mm-mm. for sure. Mm-mm. Um. Anything else you want to talk about? Fashion Files kind of disappointed me just because I'm a massive Reservoir Dogs fan. It's yeah. the movie I've watched more than anything else. It wasn't their best. Sometimes they hit. Essentially, it's, it's, it's kind of getting over on this too. But yeah, it wasn't one of their best. I, I think. I think they're over. I think just having Carmella in the sketch may, means that like everybody kind of, probably kind of wants to be part of the Fashion Files just because it's getting over. I'm sure they're doing all their like show that, in the yeah. house shows. Um, the Becky Lynch is the. Good for Becky Lynch. Captain yeah. of the uh, women's team on SmackDown, whatever. Uh, I'm looking through my notes. There's nothing else. Hey, we're going to say some happy birthdays. Uh, happy birthday, Carmella, this week. She's 30. <sighs> Perry Sat, stop. What? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I'm sorry. Carmella is hot. Perry Saturn is 51. Jesus. That makes sense. Uh, Rosa Mendez is 38, which surprises me. Mm, Rosa's kind of looking 38, but that's just me. Mishinoku is... Why would you say that, that she's looking 38? I mean, have you seen... You saw that picture. She's not looking total divas-like. No, I didn't. I didn't see any pictures. Oh, you haven't, oh man. No, she's looking 38. Did you see I had a tweet this week that had 150 likes? Dude, that's amazing, dog. 46 retweets? That's, I, I, I I'm felt, jealous. I felt really good about it. <laughs> I'm totally really jealous. You should have just followed everybody afterwards after that point. Uh, Mishinoku is... 44, uh, Harvey Whippleman, and who is Harvey Whippleman manager of? Uh, I had to, I had to ask Jason who he was. Sid Justice for sure. Out there, I can't remember. He was, he who else? Yeah, thank you. Um, I can't remember else who who else he managed, but he was like in the late '80s with Slick, Heenan, Fuji. In the era of great managers, he was one of the uh, the Bobby, ones in the mix. Bobby Fish is 38. Good luck, Bobby Fish. I think we're gonna see you up here pretty soon. I know. Uh, MVP. You know what MVP stands for? Mm, oh, something Mart- Martavis uh, something Porter I can't remember what I it is put, anymore I put you on the spot I don't know what it stands for <laughs> he's 44 and uh, CM Punk aka Phil Brooks is in the world 39 he's one year and one month older than me um Hey, everybody. Uh, Zach Pullman, we miss you, buddy. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we baby. root for you on your Cicerone test. We know you're going to pass because you're smart as fuck. Yeah, man. Uh, to Shock City Studios. Check. To Rich Harris. Husky Harris. Check. Oh, sorry, to Husky Harris. To Chris Denman. Check. To Free Play Media. Check. Um, to Soul Taco. Check. I am Bill Veggie. Check. And that's Jason Cornelius Bell. Holla! Everybody, Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> what? Rabbit fever, middle of the night. I'm a believer, down for a fight. Get home from work and scored some cool gummy sweats. It's an experience once again. When we get up and go And when we lose our control We're banned from